Hey, 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 it's Crystal, the goddess, and I'm the creator and owner of the House of Divinity. And welcome to the House of Divinity podcast, a place where we have divine discussions all about raising your vibration, activating and aligning your chakras, and really just tapping in and being your most divine goddess self. Now, let's get to the episode. Hey, 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 welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the House of Divinity podcast. I'm your host, Crystal, the goddess. Honestly, I'm like, Crystal, we don't have to say all that. You already said it. So anyways, let's get right into it. So excited to be here again for another episode with you all to talk healing, divine discussions, holistic wellness. I'm like all of the things, right? So in House of Divinity fashion, we have to start with some gratitude. Today, I want to express gratitude to every god and goddess who has attended one of my sound baths or one of my healing workshops because honestly like I feel so honored that people are allowing me and choosing me <laughs> I'm chosen no I'm just kidding but I'm, I'm not kidding but I'm just so happy that like people are really deciding to trust me and allow me to hold space for them because as it was mentioned this past weekend you know one of the some of the guests were talking about you know like there really are scammers out here and you know sound healing holistic wellness it's becoming very much so trendy and so I'm just happy that like people see me and they trust what they see but they feel that divine connection they feel some alignment between us spirit is telling them like I'm okay you can trust her and I love that so so much gratitude to every single god and goddess who has allowed me to hold space for y'all I appreciate y'all now let's go ahead and talk healing hints okay is that what part we on no, just kidding. I'm trying to memorize my segments, y'all, so I don't have to keep looking. But press, pause, rewind. We'll come back to the healing hint. We're going to talk healing highlights, okay? So our healing highlight is where we highlight, you know, a crystal or something in the holistic space that's just something that you can use and implement in your life to provide healing to yourself. Today, our healing highlight is on clear quartz. So I have two pieces of clear quartz. I actually intended to make these into pendants, aka necklaces, and I just have it. Perhaps I'll do that really soon. But clear quartz is known as the master manifester, okay? Clear quartz is used to bring all of your desires to life. Like you can set the intention for whatever you want with clear quartz, okay? So it's known to help bring whatever intention you desire into fruition. Clear quartz is also a purifier. It also cleanses. But what I love, one of the things I love the most about it is that it is it's an amplifier, okay? Clear quartz can amplify the energy of other crystals. So a lot of times people use clear quartz. You'll get a lot of pendants um, or points, crystal points, and they'll make like a crystal grid or like a circle around another crystal and you put the other crystal in the center. And if you put clear quartz all around it, it will actually charge that crystal, right? And amplify its energy, all right? So those are some of the cool things about clear quartz. It also helps with communication. It also helps with connecting you to like your spirit guides. So go ahead, go ahead and get you some clear quartz. All the crystals I've been mentioning so far, these are like my top three. Rose quartz, amethyst, and clear quartz. If you're gonna start off with crystals and you don't know what to choose from, any of those three are great, but clear quartz, I mean, I guess you could say it's probably the best especially as a first crystal, because you can get it to set the, you can use it to set the intention 
of anything you desire, right? So like amethyst is most known for peace and tranquility. I could use clear quartz and I could set an intention for it to bring me peace and tranquility. So that's one of the beautiful things about clear quartz. So I definitely suggest everybody get this some clear quartz. And I'm just like, ooh, this would make a nice little pendant necklace for myself because I don't actually have a clear quartz necklace. Oh, press pause. I made a Lumerian clear quartz, a Lumerian quartz necklace, which is like Lumerian quartz is like highly amplified. But that is our healing highlight. Go ahead and get you some clear quartz today. You can shop online at Crystal. Ah, I'm always like shop Crystal the Goddess. No, Crystal, that's not what we're talking about. You can shop clear quartz today at House of Divinity by KTG.com. That's House of Divinity by KTG.com. And I'll put it in the description. Where are all my crystal lovers? Whether that's you or someone you love, I have the perfect, perfect gift. Shop our manifestation crystal tumblers. We have the largest selection of crystals to choose from. So no matter what you're trying to manifest, whether it's love, joy, peace, protection, we have the crystal perfect for you. Whether it's your zodiac sign. I know how much we love our zodiac signs. Shop the crystal tumbler that matches your zodiac sign and get the healing that you deserve. Healing in one, two, three easy steps. Fill your tumbler with water. Allow it to sit 20 to 30 minutes so that the water can absorb the vibration of the crystals. And then after that 20, 30 minutes is over, you drink the water, step three, and the water inside our bodies matches the vibration of the water that we are drinking and it will internally raise your vibration and activate your chakras and activate the cells within your body. So shop the largest selection now, perfect for fruit infused drinks, teas, and of course, water. Shop now and get this healing delivered right to your doorstep. See you in checkout. Bye. Right. All right, now let's get into the meat and potatoes. If you can hear that, that was meat and potatoes. Let's get into it, yeah, egg. Into Time for our dynasty discussion, okay? The dynasty discussion is the meat and potatoes of this podcast. It is where I dive deep into a topic. And today our topic is, Ooh, girl, you selfish. Have you ever heard that? Ooh, you being selfish. Today's topic is, it is okay to be selfish. Pause for dramatic effect. So, so, so many times I hear goddesses talk. I hear gods talk about like, oh, I got to do this for this person. I have to do this for that person. I have to do this for that person. What are you doing for yourself? So many times I hear gods and goddesses talk about like commitments, right? I have to do this. I have to be there for them. No, I have to like, ugh. I just see people put other people before themselves so often. And honestly, y'all, we have to prioritize ourselves. okay? Self-love is number one. If you are running yourself low at the expense of others, keywords, at the expense of others, we have to stop, reflect, reevaluate what's happening here because then you're like, oh, I'm so tired. I'm so this, I'm so drained. I'm so that. Now you're frustrated because you're running low because you put yourself out there for all these people. Now, mind you, I want to be very clear. I'm not saying don't be there for the people that you love. I'm not saying don't be there for the people that you care about. What I am saying is it's okay to be selfish sometimes. You don't have to be there all the time. And what I believe is that a lot of times we get caught up in the societal norms. Oh, I'm the sister. I, that's one of my hats. I'm the sister. I'm the sister. So I'm expected to do this. I'm the sister. So I'm expected to, to do that. 
and I'm the oldest. So I have three younger sisters. And so for me, it's like, I had to learn, I cannot do this. You know, I don't know if I've mentioned on this podcast yet that I used to live in Las Vegas. Now, my son was maybe three or four years old when I decided to move to Las Vegas. I mentioned in one of the previous episodes how my mother transitioned, AKA passed away, but my mother transitioned three months before I had my son, so I was still pregnant with him. And so as the older sister, there were a lot of obligations, right? When my lease was up in my apartment, again, I had my son. He was like a month maybe. I moved back home to be there for my sisters, to help support my father and help take care of them. Like just to be, you know, older sister mode, the mother figure is gone, I'm here, right? Like that's, that's how I was raised, right? And so I did all of that. I stayed home until, like I said, my son was about three or four when I did move out. But for me, I realized, I realized that as long as I'm here, I'm going to continue to prioritize my sisters, which is great, but there, there had become some friction. Like as my dad started to move on with his life, you know, started to redate. Now I'm giving out all my business and I'm okay with this because I have a point, right? There's a, um, Ah, my mom used to always have a saying. What was it? There's a there's a point to the madness. There's a, ah, I'm going to remember as soon as I'm done recording. Watch. Anyways. But like, so I remember just like I started to be like, I can't be here and worry about all of the things. Right. And I remember I had a conversation with one of my aunts and they were telling me, you know, like, your dad is still here. You don't have to feel obligated, you know, to take care of your sisters. You can live your life. You know, you have your own son that you need to worry about. It's not like your sisters are orphans, you know, and I'm really, obviously it stuck with me, right? So I'm really grateful that my aunt had that conversation with me because I did need to hear that at the time, you know, like I was so wrapped up and mind you, like they are okay. They are not put in the you know, the most harmful situations. But I knew that like staying home, I was going to always feel obligated to, to put them first. And there's nothing wrong with that. But for me, Crystal, the goddess, that just what I, I was not okay. Like I wasn't feeling that situation. I was like, nah, I don't like how this feels. Right. Um, and I think, and I, you know, I must've put it out of my mind, you know, and just like suppressed it, but I'm like, I, we must've been having some type of friction. And I was like, no, I'm good. You know, like you be the dad, you do your thing. It's fine. But I knew like when I moved to Vegas, like I remember very vividly, my mentality was I'm going out here to focus on my son. I knew people in Vegas. Um, it's funny cause I actually have a cousin and some friends, but I like never linked up with them when I lived in Vegas. It was weird and Vegas is small, so it could have easily linked up. But like, I was not socializing with people in Vegas that like, it's not like I had a support system in Vegas. For me, I was leaving my whole support system to move to another state basically. Cause I'm in LA, California, but like, I really had to make that decision. And I remember so vividly in my mind, I was like, I'm going out here to focus on me and my son. I didn't have a babysitter. I didn't have, you know, like I said, this grand family like I did back home in LA, which I grew up very family oriented, right? So I had like my grandfather to help me out. I had my sisters there to help me out. Um, when my son was younger, you know, my father would help me out. But I had to make that decision to leave. And some could say that was selfish, right? Like you just left your sisters and it was like, no, my dad is here. 
they have a parent. Whether I agree with his choices or not, like they do have a parent, you know? And I don't have to carry the weight and the burden of that is my responsibility. And so what I really wanted to do is just have this conversation because I see so many people, and especially when we start to feel any type of negative emotion, right? Any type of stress, any type of strain, any type of burden, like I just mentioned, when we start to feel these things because we are overextending ourselves for other people, that's a problem. And I don't care. I don't care what your sister says. Sorry, I bumped the back. I don't care what, you know, your best friend says, um, no disrespect. I don't care about any of what the parents say. Like we, you do not have to. And I feel like, and this is whatever, we're going to go here. We're going to pivot, right? But like, especially chocolate folks growing up, we are taught, you know, not to disrespect our parents. I'm not telling you disrespect anybody, right? But we're taught not to disrespect our parents. And then what happens when we become adults I've seen my experiences and, you know, other people's experiences. What I've seen and observed is that, like, it's hard for our chocolate parents to accept us as adults. And I must say, being able to have conversations, whether you have the conversation with the parents or with your family members or not, I believe this is part of why it's hard for us to be selfish, quote unquote, right, and put ourselves first. Because you feel like, well, if I don't do it, I'm being disrespectful. If I leave, you know, like, I feel like that's a part of it, a small part, but I do feel like it's a part of it. Now, like I said, what I really want to do is just have this conversation because it is okay to say no to whoever you need to say no to. It is okay to prioritize yourself. Okay. One of the things, and I don't know if we talked about this or not, but I remember I spent my, I have a blood uncle who married a woman, right? So she was my aunt by marriage. The aunt passed away. I remember my son was young, so I'm going to say three or probably two or three because I was still living um, with my with my family. So I remember she passed away, and I was like, I want to go to the funeral. The funeral was in Utah. I'm going to go to the funeral. I, I don't want to say scraped up some money because I didn't feel like I was scraping up money. Like I was like, okay, cool, I'm going to go. I want to be there. I want to be there for the funeral. Excuse me. Now, book the flights. What I noticed is that when I needed to get my hotel, that's when it started adding up, right? It was like this daily fees. You know, every day you have to pay for, for the hotel. And I was like, well, shoot, I don't want to put that much money out, you know, just to be here for a weekend just for this funeral. Like, I don't, and I wasn't thinking just for this funeral, but I was just like, I don't want to spend that much money on a hotel. And so, you know, I asked my uncle if I could stay with him and he already had, you know, his kids staying there. I think maybe my grandfather was staying there. But for me, I'm like, okay, well, I'm about to save money. That was such a pivotal moment for me, y'all. My son is 12 now and he was about two years old when this happened. It was so pivotal for me because I realized when I got back, I was like, why? Or he might've been, he must've been three. So when I went to Vegas, he was probably going on four, but I was like, why did you spend all that money to go there? Like that was not prioritizing myself. I did not need to spend all this money to attend a funeral. Money that I could have saved, obviously. Money that I needed to save, obviously. Because I didn't even want to pay for the room. Like, no, I'm okay. Like, now this is getting too expensive. Because, again, I needed a seat for me and I needed a seat for my son. So I had to, you know, I was like, why am I paying all that money? Like, that's a lot of money. That was one of the moments for me that I realized, like, you should have been selfish in that moment. And, of course, this is my personal experience. You may or not may not agree with it. But I just want to prioritize 
the look the point i'm trying to drive home is it's okay to be selfish and i also like to think about this um, analogy of the airplane right they always tell you i'm a traveling goddess and they tell you every single time you get on an airplane if something happens on this airplane and we go down you put your mask on first before you put on the mask of somebody before you help your child right or someone else that needs help why because you will suffocate yourself which will ultimately lead to your demise if you continue to try to help someone else and help them get secure, help them get safe, help them get taken care of, if that takes too much energy out of you, if that takes too long, whatever the case may be, I'm not, I don't want to even imagine, you know, the airplane scenario, but like visually, I really don't want to see it, but there's a reason they say that. Okay, because if something happens and you were not able to secure yourself, you can do so much more by securing your face mask, by securing yourself and prioritizing yourself than or versus you struggling to help someone else or taking the time to help someone else. And now both of y'all have issues, right? I don't know. Crystal, you being extreme. I don't know if I'm being extreme. I just know it goes with my point, okay? That's all I know. And again, I just wanted to have this conversation because basically I like to have conversations that I believe need to be had, right? And if we're talking about living life as our most divine God and self, we cannot do that if we're ran low. And, you know, I've been having some great conversations with y'all, you know, lately on my podcast. I've been having great conversations with folks in person. And... I just, this is just one of those conversations where I'm like, yeah, we need to talk about this because of what I've seen. I've seen people like stress out on how can I help my family? You know, I got to help my family. I got to help my family. And I get it. I grew up family oriented, like real work, real bit, real bit. Like I get it. But I also do know that like, I guess some more of my adult experiences have allowed me to change my perspective and see like, yeah, your family going to be okay. Yeah, we can support each other. I can support you, but not at the expense of myself. And what I see is that there are people who run themselves so low. They are so stressed out because how am I going to help my family? How am I going to do this? I'm the breadwinner in my family. I'm sorry, but I, I'm not going to carry the family on my back. I'm not carrying the world on my shoulders. Literally, uh, I wish I remember what it was called. And I remember the professor. I had a professor. He taught Africana studies. Loved him. One of the best professors I ever had. And I remember him talking about like how he had studied something in Africa, but it was like how we feel physical things in our body and what that represents. So I remember specifically him like, it was like back pain or like upper shoulder pain, uh, shoulder pain or upper back pain or something like that. But he was like, yeah, like people would say they're pain. And he's like, yeah, that's because you've been carrying the weight of your family. Like that's because you've been carrying a, like a heavy load. You've been carrying, carrying this load. And people are like, oh my gosh, yes, that's so true. Mind you, I get it. You can say hocus pocus, whatever. I'm not here to convince you. I'm fully believe everything that happened and transpired in that, you know, in that conversation, in that moment. But I brought that up just to say, like, there are facts. If I was doing research the other day, because like my back or shoulder started hurting and I was looking into it and it was even bringing that up too. It was a website talking about alternative medicine and like, you know, in the Chinese, um, you know, Chinese culture, they believe this and this culture, they believe this. But the fact that all these cultures have this belief system that ties like our physical 
elements to like what we're doing, our physical elements in our body to what we're doing physically in the world, there's some truth to it. For I believe there's some truth to it. Again, people gonna believe y'all can believe whatever you want. But I say all that to say you will make yourself sick if you continue. Number one, the stress alone. If we all know stress makes you sick. If we don't know that by now, we need to talk about that too. Stress makes you sick. So you sitting up here stressing yourself out is not worth it. It's not worth it. You sitting up here work, carrying the weight of the world on your shoulders is not worth it. And if this is not you, then that's great. Sounds like you have balance, sis. Sound like, sounds like you have balance, bro. Like, this is amazing. I'm so happy that, like, there are people out here who are navigating, like, this is how I show up for my family. This is how I prioritize myself. That's all I want to see is the balance. I want to see us stop stressing out. And again, I'm talking to the goddesses that may be like, yo, there are those times where I'm not putting myself first. There's a quote, and it says, um, people who call you selfish, like, they're mad at you for doing something that pleases you. And what they're really saying is that what they want is for you to please them, right? Like you're mad that I'm prioritizing myself. Would you rather I prioritize you? So you get to prioritize you and you want me to prioritize you. So who's prioritizing me, right? That's just what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Like who's gonna prioritize yourself? You. You have to prioritize yourself. Some of us are fortunate enough to have people that remind us. <laughs> My honey, take a shot. No, I'm just kidding. Some of us are fortunate enough. That's a little insider. You'll see on the other previous episode. <laughs> but like, some of us are fortunate enough to have people that remind us to prioritize ourselves. And here, I'm one of those people. I promise you I'm in your corner. I promise you I'm rooting for you. Tyra Banks Mo, I am rooting for you. We are all rooting for you, okay? And one of the things I Spirit just told me, we need to have this conversation. We need to talk about selfishness, right? It has such a negative connotation. And like I said, that's why I wanted to bring up this idea of like, okay, society has an issue with people being selfish, because selfish means I'm worried about myself and I'm prioritizing myself. So what society really wants is for me to prioritize society. Like that doesn't, psh, mind blown, like does that even make any sense? No, that doesn't make any sense. And so I wanna elevate that with y'all. Don't feel bad about being selfish. Don't feel bad about having to, you know, tell someone no. Don't feel bad about not showing up to everything. Don't feel bad about choosing you and taking time to rest. Don't feel bad if you don't wanna do nothing. You don't even have to lie. You ain't got to lie, Craig. No, I'm just kidding. But you don't have to lie about like, oh, no, I don't want to come because X, Y, Z. I just, I, no, thank you. Somebody had the greatest com comeback when they were speaking with me. I was talking, we were talking about their, I was talking about the retreat. They commented on something on my page and I, we were in like DMs or something. And they were, t I brought up their retreat or they commented on the retreat. And I was like, yeah, you know, it's really cool. You should go or you should come. You should join us. It's going to be amazing. And she was like, yeah, when it's in alignment for me, I'll be there. I was just like, <laughs> clutches pearls. I was like, that is such a divine way to turn somebody down. When it is in alignment with me, it will happen. And that's the truth. We making fetch happen going out of our way. I told someone this morning, I said, now I understand, I fully understand what it means to flow. To go with the flow. Life is not supposed to be forced. If we're forcing things, we are out of alignment. 
Because everything we desire, everything that we are a vibrational match to is already coming to us or we already have it, right? It exists. That's where these opportunities open up. Why are the opportunities open up? Because we are in alignment, which we're going to get into another episode. But I say all that to say, we don't have to force, we don't have to make fetch happen, right? So if you feeling overwhelmed, by having to support and be there for people, it's time for us to say no. If you're feeling stressed out, if you're feeling the burden of anyone and anyone else's responsibilities, it's time for us to say no. And if these are your responsibilities, I'm sorry, sis. I'm sorry, bro. You gotta, you gotta do what you gotta do, okay? You gotta take care of it. But if we're talking about other people that aren't our kids, that aren't our, our dependents, it's time to say no. It's time to say no. <laughs> I can say that 17 times. It's time to say no. Like, and that's okay. And it's okay to say no. And it's okay to be selfish. And it's, and it's also important to understand that everyone is not going to understand your selfishness. They're not going to understand it. Because how dare you not prioritize me and my feelings and my desires and my wants and what I need? How dare you? The sh- shame on you for putting yourself first. Shame on you. That's what they're going to say. I'm not saying it. That's what they're saying. I'm just telling you. I'm trying to help prepare you, embrace you for that. And that's okay. And you're going to be okay. Because remember, growth happens outside of our comfort zone. So it's going to make you uncomfortable. To do these things will make you uncomfortable. And when other people hear these things for the first time, it's going to make them uncomfortable. But they're going to be okay. And they should love you regardless. I was going to say, and they're going to be okay. And they should love you anyway. Bars. I couldn't let that opportunity pass. I like to spit bars, you know, when they just happen naturally. But it's okay. We're going to be okay. And you might, you know, you, it's going to feel weird. I'm telling you, I know. It feels weird. And I, I personally found it feels more weird to talk about it because society is not completely there yet. There are some people you can talk about and they understand. Yeah, girl, I had to get selfish too. Yeah, I had to... I, I did a sound bath and some of the goddesses there were like, yeah, selfish mode, not directly, but if I had to devise the conversation, divide the conversation in the participants, some of us were like, yeah, you gonna have to get selfish. While some of us were like, yeah, I, you know, prioritize my family. And the selfish folks were trying to, you know, tell the other side, like, it's okay to be selfish. It's okay to take care of you. You know, and that's just what we're here to do. We're here to have this conversation. We're here to support each other, uplift each other, empower each other, inspire each other. And that is what I'm here to do. As your goddesshood guide, guiding you, guiding you through goddesshood, remember, I'm here to be an ally. I'm here to be support. And that's what I want. If there is um, another topic that you would like me to discuss, definitely you can DM me. You can shoot me an email at Sorry, I bumped the mic. <laughs> I'm gonna work on. I'm getting new new mic, so I won't keep bumping them. But you can shoot me an email at houseofdivinitybykTG at gmail.com. So definitely feel free to shoot me an email if you're like, Crystal, can we talk about this? Like, this is something I'm thinking about, I'm struggling with. Can we talk about it? Absolutely. In this dynasty, we're all about living life as our most divine goddess self at our highest vibration. We're all about living life, keeping our chakras aligned. So let's talk about how we're gonna live this life as our most divine goddess selves, right? In our full goddess energy, at our full goddess potential, right? So that concludes our dynasty discussion. Now let's talk about healing on the 
No, this is the healing hint. Now let's start. I'm trying not to look. Y'all, if you've been watching me and following me for a while, y'all know like ever since I've been doing like Instagram lives, I would like script everything, take notes because that's what I do. And I told myself like um, eventually I was like, okay, I'm not going to look at my notes. I'm going to just go. And so that's kind of what I'm doing. I'm trying to memorize all my segments because it's been brought to my attention that the goddesses love my segments. So I want to keep the segments. I, they found them to be very informational. And I was like, you right. Let's keep the segments. So next segment is healing hints. So uh, I had it right the first time. Let me see. Y'all know I'm right. Okay. Healing hint. So the healing hint is when I just give you a tidbit of information that you can use to elevate your life. Today's healing hint, we are talking about morning rituals. Do you have a morning ritual? And a ritual is just a routine. Any routine that you do, anything that you do over, it's a routine, aka it's a ritual. And I want to talk about morning rituals because the morning is such a sacred time. I believe it's the most sacred time, okay? The earth, the world is typically very quiet. Your brain is just coming out of that, what is it? It's coming into alpha state or coming out of alpha state. I believe that's what it's called. I just learned that. So I'm still learning to memorize it. But your brain is still in that meditative state, right? It's barely coming out of it. So as long as you go to bed in a great mood or in a good mood, you wake up in that good mood and then you're, you wake up with higher vibrations, right? When we sleep, we go into our vortex, we go into uh, basically our vibration rises because we are so carefree, given if you go to bed on a good note, we're so carefree. So when we wake up, our vibrations are still high. And that's like the easiest way for us to stay in that meditative state at that high vibrational state. And I don't know about y'all, for me, the morning is like my time. That, like I said, the house is quiet, the world is quiet, so I'm able to tune in. I do my morning meditations in the morning. And so I wanted to talk about taking advantage of a morning ritual, okay? Using that time to really connect with self, to dive into self, dive into, excuse me, y'all, but um, connect with spirit. Like I said, morning meditations are great. Journaling is great. Setting your intentions for the day. How we start our morning can dictate our whole day. Y'all know how that goes. If you're driving and then, you know, somebody pisses you off on the road, you're pissed off. Somebody pisses you off. You know, as a child, I remember my sister mentioned recently, like, yeah, my mommy used to, you know, yell at me in the morning. I would be so pissed off with her. And it's like, yeah, like you'll mess up their whole day. You know, you'll mess up a kid's whole day. So I'm working on that with my son, trying not to get all frustrated in the mornings, you know. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> I digress, but how we start our morning dictates our day. So if you want to have a great day, let's start with the, it starts in the morning. So get your morning started off right with the morning ritual. Again, meditation, journaling, setting intentions. Typically, I love to set at least three intentions for the day. What is it that you need to do today? Do it in the morning while your mind is clear. Also, if you're like dream journaling, I forget if, I think there's another name for it specifically for dreams. But like when you, if you dream, the first thing in the morning, you write those dreams down and you can start tracking your dreams. 
Um, that'll be super helpful, especially if, you know, you're someone that's trying to work on your upper chakras, your first eye chakra or your crown chakra, you know, the first eye chakra has to do with your dreams and your imagination. So if that's something that you're working on, start tracking your dreams. And in the morning, you have to do it the first minute you wake up because your brain, like you remember more details, right? Have you ever noticed that like throughout the day, you're like, dang, I knew I had a dream last night, but I don't remember what it was. So if you do it first thing in the morning, that'll help you remember most of the details. Um, yoga, working out, getting that energy flowing, getting that blood flowing is great to do in the mornings. Um, drinking water, first thing when you wake up is great to do in your morning ritual, especially before you drink coffee, talking about coffee drinkers. When we break fast, right? Because when we sleep, our body is fasting, right? We haven't eaten. Start with water. Before you eat anything, before you drink anything, start with those eight ounces of water. So I like to keep water at my desk. I'll have like my crystal manifestation crystal tumbler there and I try to drink my water. Um, aside from all your hygiene things, right? So go ahead and create you a morning ritual so you can get your day started in the most divine way. All right. Let me know what's your morning ritual. Do you, first of all, do you have a morning ritual? How many of us actually have morning rituals, right? And what does that consist of? Perhaps you can drop it in the in the comments or in the chat or whatever, because I would love to hear about that. And I might be able to snag a little chum chum from your from your routine, right? But oh, gratitude. I lay in bed. As soon as my alarm goes off, I start speaking gratitude. Can't forget gratitude. Definitely need gratitude in our morning routine, in our morning ritual. I also have my um, personal mission statement that I recite every morning. That's a part of my morning ritual. So what's in your wallet? <laughs> what's in your ritual? <laughs> so go ahead and get started on that morning ritual. I promise having that routine, having that habit, creating habits help you, helps you to be the most divine version of yourself because having a habit and routine here will spill over into other areas of your life, right? And it's going to help with that organizational skills. It's going to help with the structure of your life. So definitely get you a morning ritual. All right. Now, healing on the horizon. We have upcoming events, upcoming healing events. That's what this time is for, where I just share with y'all what's coming up. Um, we have a new moon sound bath, June 17th. Hope to see you there in Cerritos, California. We also have a comedic yoga plus sound bath meditation happening in July. It's a Sunday, July 16th. That will be up on the calendar very, very soon. By the time this airs, it should be on the calendar. So go ahead and check the description box. Um, check houseofdivinitybykdg.com, houseofdivinitybykdg.com. Check that out if you want to join me if you're in the Los Angeles County. Would love to have you. That concludes our episode of House of Divinity this week. It has been a pleasure as always. I love y'all so much. And remember, you are a whole goddess out here. And it's always a great day to show up as such unapologetically. Ashe, Ashe, Ashe. Bye. All right, all right. Thank you so much for tuning in to the House of Divinity podcast, where we have divine discussions for the gods and goddesses who want to raise their vibration, activate and align their chakras, and really just tap in and be their most divine goddess self. Thank y'all for tuning in. Remember, we also have our e-commerce store where you can shop custom crystal jewelry, home and beauty healing essentials, such as crystal facial rollers, candles that are infused with herbs, essential oils, crystals, and so many more things. Check that out at houseofdivinitybykdg.com. Houseofdivinitybykdg.com. Also, if you are in the LA area and would love to join us for one of our healing events, LA is it, Los Angeles. <laughs> go ahead and go to 
houseofdivinity by ktg.com and go ahead and pull it on me. Also, if you're interested, we have our goddess retreat coming up. So go ahead and check that out as well. I look forward to meeting you. Thank you. Leave some comments. Let me know what you thought of the episode. Go ahead. If you have a question about anything, you want to talk to me about anything, feel free to send me an email at houseofdivinitybyktg at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you in my DMs, in my email, in the comments. And make sure you follow us on all social media platforms. Thank you so much for your support. Until next time. Bye.